Welcome back to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's the early podcast. That is a complete shit show. I am Turch and with me is my co-host, the CEO and the master of the under- undercooked sausage. It's Kieran. <laughs> How are you, buddy? On this post-AFL Grand Final podcast. What a crap, crap, <laughs> crap game. I, that, grand, a... that was an embarrassment to all the visitors that watch the grand final, the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, what a disappointment that was. But what was more of a disappointment was the undercooked sausages. <laughs> well, that now, was your fault, buddy boy. Now, I just feel like I need to... I, I feel like I need to just clear the air on this one. Um, okay. All right. The game was that bad. Now, if the game was good, if the game was good, I wouldn't have gone at half time to get sausages. I was That's that, true. I was that bored. We need sausages. No, no, you know what happened was we, you we were need... actually just hungry, and I said, "If you get sausages, you, we can use, we can have, we can fire them up, cook them up on the barbecue." And, here. and I was and very excited. Like, oh, I could see you like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. You did. You do know how to get me to get food. You, you play to the, the hunger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's just funny because you weren't even driving. I know. And you had to bring someone else had to drive you there to the shops to pick up all the snags. The snags. Mm. Which when I when we got there <laughs> this is a story in itself. When we got there, they we, we, we get the sausages, that's fine. We went to the IGA. I saw that. Right, the IGA, which is the Independent Groceries Association. Or uh, whatever it something stands like for. That. Something. And they had we're looking for the bread. And so they had in aisle ten or whatever, bread. And That's we good. go down the aisle. There's no bread. What do you mean? <laughs> it was mislabeled. The right. bread was not in the aisle. So I ended up asking this this girl, uh, going, where is the bread? And she says, it's down there. And I went, okay. But, you know, you've got a sign that tells me the bread's here, but there's no bread. Yeah, you should have gone to Coles or Woolworths. You know, where, someone where updating the signs. <laughs> Independent Grocers Australia... Do not have the, the resources. <laughs> no, I know why they don't have the... I know why. I'll get to that in a moment. So oh. someone needs to update the bread sign. <laughs> the bread sign. So uh, we go over and we get the bread. Oh, uh, yeah. And then we go to the, the checkout chick, but it was a checkout dude. Yeah. Right? And no, it's still called... Che- we used to call the dudes when I used to work at the supermarket. We used to call the checkout... The guys that you know that run the checkouts. We used to call them checkout chicks. Okay. So the checkout yeah. chick, yeah. right? We get there. And no, hello, how are you? Now, I fucking hate the hello, how are you? You right? hate it. I hate it. And they didn't give it to you. But I didn't give it to me, so I was even angrier. That's... What? <laughs> I expect it. I don't uh. like it. But since I didn't get it, I was very annoyed. Yeah. Okay. And so... He, he, <laughs> what he's talk- old man are you? <laughs> he's talking to the girl who told me where the bread is. Yeah. Right? And he's... he it's a tag team effort of annoying you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going, he's going on about, nah, I drove 40 minutes to get here. And I told the boss, nah, it took me 40 minutes to get here. I'm doing this shift. Now, nah, if you're over, if you're, there's too many stuff now. I'm not, haven't driven for 40 minutes to get here. Right. He scanned my two items. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm here to pay. Like, I've got a card. Can you push the button? Like, and he's like, oh, whatever. Continuing to complain. Yeah. It's right? good. It's good. Tap the, I pay. Yeah. No goodbye or see you later or do you want a bag or whatever it is. And I go, I couldn't help myself. I go, see, uh, this work ethic, that's why he doesn't want to keep you. That's why he wants to send you home. You've got poor work ethic. You get the worst. (laughs) (laughs) I I told him off. I can completely understand. 
I can completely understand. I wanted my hello, how are you? Oh, but you didn't at the same time. Oh, no, I don't. I just say good. Well, Everyone well, says good. You know good. what? Funnily enough, talking about shopping, and we'll get back to the sausages later. Yeah. But that was going to... My rant is related to this. Okay. And it happened... It's happened... To, the, the more time I've spent grocery shopping now that, you know, living on my own, have to go to, not just by this shop, but like Bunnings and things like that, I've noticed it more and more. And it's people... Ex- that expect you to let them in you in front of them. Oh, because they've only got two we've items. Only got a couple of items. Yeah, you let them in. Okay, but when you I have, expect to be let but in when you have this roughly the yeah. same amount of items. Tell them to fuck off. They sometimes people still expect you to do so, and here's a great example of this. This woman was uh, this old elderly couple were just behind Jess and I. Mm-hmm. We'd gone to Bunnings. We we'd had a lot of stuff. But we've been waiting in line for a while already. Yeah. And the people in front of us just left. We walked. We were about to walk up to the thing, and this old couple behind us who had still, you know, a trolley full of stuff because we were doing all our gardening and stuff. They were doing the same sort of things through the plant section. Came up to us and was like, "Oh, oh!" And I said, "Oh, look, one second. And talk about lack of help. I go to the people. Hey, I'm getting thirteen bags of this. Yeah. Can I have a hand putting them onto the trolley? And they went, oh, yeah, and then didn't help. And then because I had to rush back to go, to actually go get the bags of soil, mm-hmm. I go back there and the older people are like, oh, cancel out whose transaction so we can go through. And I'm like, wait, Jess is standing there like, wait a second. Was this in the self-checkout? No, this was in like, because you had to, in the plant section, they have uh. a certain set of people there. Yeah, right. But it's happened to be at Aldi as well. I've got a whole trolley full of shopping. Bunnings is different. Bunnings, I don't believe you should be able to cut. Yeah. Right? No, no, no. But Aldi, if I'm going in just to buy... Uh, two, two things. Two and things. I'll, and I'll let people do bottle that. Bottle of wine or something. I had, an old, I had a lady behind us because... If you've got a basket, nah, back of the line. I completely agree. This woman had half a trolley. Yeah, of back stuff. of the line, buddy. Yeah, but... We were next to put our stuff on the conveyor belt, and then and I you're get... in the you're in the garden section. You're not at the front yeah, of yeah. the store. But yeah. This is an Aldi now, so th- we're, oh, right, we're in we're... line. We're gonna t- trolley full of stuff, you know, t- for the tour for the week. Behind us, another lady, about half a trolley worth of stuff, and I go to Jess. Oh, we forgot something. I'm just gonna go run through the store, grab it, and I'll meet you back here. Mm-hmm. And the lady's like, "Oh, then I should go first. No, that's and not I, how it works. <laughs> we're looking at it going. Wait a second. <laughs> no, no. Jess is going to be here. You And I start putting stuff on the conveyor You're belt. You're both not leaving. No, yeah. no. Yeah. It's like, I'm going. Yeah. Jess is still here. There's still people being served in front of us, doing the whole beep, 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 straight through. Because Aldi's like a fucking machine with that. And I oh, love it. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Because I feel like... You're I'm in, in and you're out. I feel like I'm in competition with them. Yeah. Do you do that too? Like, the, you come around like, hi, how you going? They start scanning things. And and no, I'm, I'm, I'm the really the annoying bags. guy that's really slowly to put oh, it in. Oh, you're, you're the idiot. Because <laughs> uh, I'm like, I don't, I don't believe in rushing. Mm. You know, that's a... That's a uh, I, I, no, in and out, buddy boy. Other people are there. There's two of us. We can smash that right through. And even like last time, the guy goes, oh, it's two against one. This is unfair. And I'm like, yes! <laughs> Play the advantage! Play the advantage. But seriously, this woman wanted to cut in front of Jess and I. Despite the fact that we had roughly the same amount of shopping, she might she might have had a little bit less, but because I went to go get like tea bags or something because we forgot them. 
All right, I've got to, I've got to, I'm going to throw another question to you. Yeah. Parallel Park. Yeah. I've seen the Seinfeld episode. Yeah. Where I, or I can't remember if it's another show, where they try to parallel park. Right. One car tries to back in, the other car tries to go on the front way. Is that, yeah. is that right? That's that, Anyway. It's something like that. Last night, off to a comedy show. I wasn't driving. My driver. Mm. There's a park. Mm. Indicator goes on. Drives, you know, up to the next car to parallel park. Another car, a Mercedes, oh. comes up behind and beeps Nile, blocking Nile, who was the driver, from re- reversing in. <laughs> so he's past the car. He's past the car no. spot because he's got to go past it to parallel to, to park parallel here. park. Yeah, and he's put his indicator he's on the put whole his way. Indicator on, and so he's about to reverse yeah. in, and he gets the. So beep. he stopped. Yeah, going like go around, go around, yeah. go around me. This is my spot. He wouldn't budge. Where was he going to go? Wouldn't budge. So anyway, Niall being a very respectful person, I said, "There's one, out of the car. <laughs> there's there's one up above. There's one up there. Let's park. Let's park up there." So he does. Niall reverses in. Anyway, the guy we get out, we start walking. He's like, "Oh, I knew there was one up there for you." And I yell out, "Bullshit! Bullshit! Bullshit! You didn't know that there was one up there. You're just a greedy fucker." Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, I don't get that. Like, there's, there's definitely no way in a, in a parking area that you definitely know there's a car spot. And I was like, I can see why people now fight over these parallel parks. Yeah. If we didn't have a comedy show to go to. Yeah. <laughs> if we didn't have a comedy show to go to and I had all the time in the world, I'd have been like, you're not moving. That's like in the si- oh, talking about Seinfeld. Yeah. Where one, like, George was trying to reverse in and the guy was trying to go forward in. Yeah. And, like, who actually gets it? And I completely... I completely sided with George straight away. <laughs> Usually, like, in that show, it's like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, he's meant to be that character where he's done all the wrong things. But this time here, he was reversing in. I'm like, George, that's how you get into a revert. You know, that's how you get into that parking spot. That's right. So, three terrible things happened to me yesterday. GWS lost. I didn't cook <laughs> the sausage. You lost ten bucks. <laughs> Five bucks. Five. I uh, didn't cook the sausages properly, and we had to walk a bit further. I still can't believe how terrible. That, like you know, I'm not a huge footy fan, but like you know, when the game's on, a game's on. I'll yeah. watch it with everybody in this and that. You know, and I'll, I'll and I haven't been to a footy game for a very long time, but I'll still go. Like if someone goes, yeah, we're gonna go. I'm gonna keep just playing. It's have fun. For our American listeners. They lost by 89 points. Yeah, massive the grand final. Which we don't have seven games in the for the grand final like the NBA. We get we have one. Yeah, I don't get why we have a, like a grand final sort of thing. I get that it's more for money in this and that, but like English Premier League, the Italian league, it's just about the games during the season, mm. which makes every game during the season matter. There's no grand final. There's no grand final. No, it's just points. Yes. Oh, that makes it. That's and that's what makes like you know. So if you go to a game and it's not like at the end of the season, like oh, it doesn't matter. They're in the top eight to yeah. go to finals. So it's like no, 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 they need to do it. Otherwise, they're not in the top three, and the top three go to Champions League. Yeah, which right. Is like the bigger competition where they can win more money, more prestige, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and that's just a knockout competition. Yeah, which means you have to win. <laughs> you have to win, otherwise you're fucked. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're completely out. And that's why I never got the whole. Even the A League here in Australia, they do the whole grand final, grand final thing. But they have like two cups. Yeah. One is like being the top of the ladder at the end of the season, and the other is for the grand final. Yeah. And for a lot of soccer fans, no one 
like people care about the grand final and stuff like that. But they care about the being number yeah, one. It's yeah, it's being yeah. number one at the end of the season because that just yeah. means you've won the most games. Because mm. take like you know, remember two years ago, three years ago, whatever it was, Western Bulldogs won the grand final, AFL grand final, yeah. and they came eighth on the ladder out of sixteen. Mm. And good on them. But they yeah, fantastic. But realistically, like they were the eighth best team that year overall. They just happened to really shine during the, 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 the under finals. pressure. They they can win. Talking about pressure, yeah. sausages. Yes. I feel like I need to clear this up. You've got a very good barbecue, Turch. I do. Thank you. I spent the cash. And the heat distribution ratio yep. is fantastic it in is. that barbecue. I was very impressed with it. But I didn't know your barbecue. I didn't know your barbecue. That's a big thing. And you were like, leave it for longer. And I'm like, but they look cooked. They look cooked. They look cooked. They look wonderful. You know, it's all this like is a about ste- the amount of time. It's not like a steak, right? A steak, you know, about five minutes on each side, and then it's ready because then you get that beautiful, mm-hmm. medium rare juiciness, mm-hmm. right? Yours and yours, which I also like. The heat can get there, yeah, but it doesn't have to get there, yeah. Like if that makes sense, yes. It's not so over hot like no. the other barbecues that just fucking whoa. Well, it's like most barbecues are one heat, yeah, hot. Yeah. Whereas this, you've got that flexibility because it's a proper gas sort of thing. You can actually, like, you know. So now that I know your barbecue, <laughs> I feel like I can redeem myself. Okay, okay. But yes, like, there were a few undercooked sausages, but that's right, you're learning. But it turned good in the end. It did. And that's the most important thing. <laughs> thing. What I was surprised for our listeners, I went to eat the first one because I believe in quality control. And this is the first time ever that quality control has played an important role. Yes. So I made mine. I hadn't even bit into mine. By the time I bit into mine, Blaine had finished his. Yeah. And I'm like, they're underdone. Yes. And Blaine's like, uh-oh, I've already eaten mine. It, it's sort of lucky, though, <laughs> because they, it's not like they were chicken sausages. Yeah. They were beef. They were is, beef, Which is okay, fine. so you're pretty safe. But still, it was a funny sight that, all, that two, it was you, <laughs> Niall, Blaine looking at going, uh-oh. <laughs> we're all going to die of, uh, oh, it's not even salmonella, but whatever it is from beef. That's oh, very funny. That, that's that's pretty funny. Oh, has he got something for us over there, Kieran? Or I do indeed. I have the funniest art. Oh shit! <laughs> I have the funniest article ever. Um, in recent news, mm. a driver has been accused of using a thirty can beer pack as a booster seat for a two year old. <laughs> I, I hope this is in Australia. North Perth. Of course it is. <laughs> uh, driver was charged with failing to properly secure a child after police say he strapped a toddler to a beer case instead of a car seat. They pulled over the 22-year-old driver who has not been identified. Police say a two-year-old child was also in the car, sitting on a 30-can case of beer. You know what I like about this story the most? So far. What's that? I'm just thinking to myself, it's like, okay, so obviously he's got a 30 can, a slab of beer. Slab of beer, yeah. A can slab of beer, right? And obviously that's more than the usual slab. Yeah. Which is 24. Which is 24. Which means to me that he must have just purchased it. Yes. So he's driven with this kid (laughs) in the back seat without anything. Without anything. And then gone, shit, he needs a booster seat. (laughs) And he's gone, you know what? I just so happen to have a 30 can of beer. 
kill two birds with one stone. Make sure the beard doesn't move. Yep. And make sure the child is <laughs> it's a safe. little bit higher and safer with the seatbelt on. Ingenuity, top class. Um, but still. <laughs> I, see, I want to know whether, because apparently it's the seatbelt needs to go over the, the shoulder blade. Yes. And over the rib cage. Yes. Right? So as long as the seatbelt isn't under the rib cage, because if you have an accident, you'll fuck up the person. Yeah. So this is why kids or whatever need to be in their back. Yeah. And they need to be on booster seats. Yeah, so, yeah. Potentially, I wonder when this goes to court. As long as the kid is, you know, the seatbelt's over the, yeah. the, the the shoulder blade, the um, sh- yeah, shoulder yeah, blade, yeah, shoulder blade in the, 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 the chest. Of that. Is it fine? I don't know. I don't. It feels like it's not. Because <laughs> like, what's the difference between just a just a booster seat? Because my nieces and nephews, those little booster seats that they sit on, they're not secured to anything. That's true. It's because it's not. It's, it's not, not like a, a baby carriage. Where I mean, he is in. two, so probably a two-year-old needs to be in a, um, and probably a, probably a two-year-old's too small. Well, no, I wouldn't say so because a two-year-old. Oh, I'm not really quite sure. I remember having one of those like foam, yeah, covered, thing, and they just put it on the seat. You're right; it wasn't actually strapped in. Mm. The way you strap it in is because the child's on it, and the weight just pushes it down. And then you put the seatbelt over the top of it. Yeah. And then you're ready to go. And I remember very remember it very vividly in my like in my grandparents' car and stuff like that. But you're right. Because a baby like a baby carriage, they strap those in really tight. Like really tight. Up against yeah. Yeah. like the seat belt up against the top and seat and the passenger mm. seat and stuff like that. But those ones there, just not. I don't know enough about t- toddler. Seat I'm not carriages. a lawyer. You're not a lawyer. I don't know if we can... I can only pretend to be a lawyer. <laughs> and that's the most important... I think that's an important thing to do. As long as you don't have to write your own court documents. <laughs> as long as you're not writing your own court documents, that's like the, the, the dangerous part. But you can always pretend to be a lawyer. You, yes, you, you can. You know, lawyers have to be... Someone has to admit them into the law profession. Mm. They need to ask someone to admit them. Well, that's passing the bar aspect. Somehow, I don't know. Because yeah, it's, it's like a trial sort of thing. They, they have to do certain things to get to that stage of being a legal, like as a professional and stuff like that. It's like an apprenticeship. Yeah. You know, that's what it is. And I've, I've heard a whole bunch of lawyers talk about that. They go, yeah, I wish they didn't send you to university to study law because it's almost useless. I'm going to continue. What do you mean by it? And they're like, well, think about it like this. In university, they give you a, a, um, a case mm. and then you could spend three weeks on a couple of lines of case law, right? In the real world, your client has $5,000. Yeah. You're going to spend $5,000. Okay, so what do you focus on? And they're like, if you could fo- if you could do that within the exam question, go, your client has $5,000, you charge $500 an hour. You've got basically 10 hours to work on something. What cases do you actually f- focus on to bring in to be a legal representation? Hmm. And suddenly that changes everyone's mentality because you've got to, you know, focus in on exactly what you need rather than going, maybe a little bit of this, but not exactly. It's like, no, this, 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 done. Get the fuck out. But 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 the law is a very good apprenticeship training. Yeah. It's one of those on the jobs where you you have a a mentor and supervisor. And that's why a lot of people like just grab them straight out of university because Mm. a lot of the stuff at the university these days isn't applicable... You know, it's very basic, but it doesn't teach you how to like run a business, like run the business aspect 
of a law firm. Yeah. It's very much like, ooh, in a perfect world, you have infinite hours to spend on uh, an example. You know. No, you don't, because your clients have got money. Yeah, exactly and right. They've got, uh, and they've only and got you, a And you're not going to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get paid. You need to bill. Uh, a child seat was brought to the driver, and the child was uninjured. Well, that's good. Well, you know, no harm, no foul, I guess. Oh, well, a, a potential genius way to maybe solve a problem. Uh, just, I've been working with a whole bunch of people recently, and they're just... They just find a way, even though it's like a bad solution, they find a solution. <laughs> the best of a bad problem. Yeah, that's yeah. right. They're like, well, you know, something doesn't work. We fixed it ourselves. It's not the best, but it's better than whatever has been brought to us previously. And I'm like, well, that's pretty good, but it's also not up to code. <laughs> I saw on YouTube, right, and talking about bad solutions, you know, society is now frowning on parents getting their kids to get a beer out of the fridge. Oh, right. I'm trying to train my dog to do it. <laughs> well, no, this is exactly the YouTube clip was a dog. Oh, the, the person had tied a tea towel yeah. around the fridge um, handle, and so he goes to the dog, "Get me a beer." The dog goes over. Yeah, pulls the pulls the 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 tea towel, opens the the fridge, grabs the can, brings it over. brings it over. Uh, goes back and closes the fridge door. That's amazing. Great training. And then the dog gets a treat. How good's that? Yeah. That's it. That could be taught in a week to a dog. Yeah, probably probably so. A big dog. Your dog couldn't do it. Your no, dog's yeah. too small. I would love to. He uh, he has been grabbing my slippers recently mm. and I'm like, how good's this? I'm going to have a dog that can bring me my slippers. Or one a dog that's going to chew up your slippers. One at a time though. <laughs> <laughs> but better than nothing. But no, he's just chewing them up at the moment. He's doing the puppy sort of fun. And then they and it smells yeah. and it's hanging. Yeah, he's, you know. Yeah. I've had these for a very long time. They're lovely. I need to get new ones though. But they're just, you know, you wear them in. So you've got the moccasins. Yes. I used to have the moccasins. Yeah. Then I moved to the Ugg boots. Yeah. Moccasins are like, I feel like a just woggy tradition. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep some of the Italian in me. I gotta keep some of the Italian in me. Well, what? you know what? Yes. Speaking of legal stuff, okay. and it's a absolutely perfect segue. Have I ever talked to you about a gentleman named Russell Greer? No. Okay, so this. Uh, let me tell you. Okay, I'm gonna talk to you about this guy named Russell Greer, and I think that you'll find him a really interesting person. Okay. And then we're gonna read something of his that's gonna blow your mind. Because it reminded me a bit of you, of how you do stuff. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, first of all, I'm going to say to you that I don't know what happened or how it happened or who let it happen. 4chan and Kiwi Farms and 8chan are back on the internet in Australia. You can access them. We couldn't access them? We st- uh, once. I remember we had that big conversation about the um, ages ago... The uh, shooting happened in New Zealand. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And they the peop- they found the people, the person that did a lot of the shooting went on those websites. To, right, okay. and, you know, and then they blocked them. Or and something. they blocked them for a while. Back online. I okay. don't know if it's just because I changed some internet stuff or this and that, but I've asked a few people and they're saying it's back online as well. Okay. Which is great news for me because I've wanted, wanted to research Russell Greer for a very long time and the Kiwi Farms is the... Number one resource. What the fuck is Kiwi Farms? Yeah, it's just a repository of uh, internet bullshit. Okay. It's like the top autists of the internet come together and collectively collect stuff on 
interesting people around the internet. Okay, alright. And this person is particularly interesting. I won't go through his whole history, but I will tell you about him enough that you'll enjoy what I'm going to talk about later on. Okay. So this gentleman here, Russell Greer, he's um, he's a quite a particular fellow, a peculiar fellow. He's infatuated with Taylor Swift. Okay. Completely infatuated with Taylor Swift. <laughs> My mind is like, how am I similar to this person? I don't, I don't like Taylor Swift. I have no care for Taylor Swift. Okay, I'm just, just building, <laughs> building this character up to. But he's a very odd looking guy. He's got a little bit of autism and this and that. <laughs> All right, he's building him sort of up. He's a very interesting. Story. So what he's done is not that I'm laughing at that. I'm just going, but I'm not liking this at all. <laughs> just, I'm building the case. He has tr- w- tried to be in contact with Taylor Swift many a times mm-hmm. because, you know, that he wants to meet her and, and this and that. He thinks that there's a, like a spiritual connection and this wants and that. to make love yeah. to her. Yep. And he's even written songs for her. Aww. Now, he's also sued her oh. for... Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to take a drink. Please. For yeah. $100 million... For not placing disclaimers and causing his feelings to be hurt. Um, so, the good thing is about him that he doesn't really have a lot of money to do what he wants to do in, this, in the legal aspects okay, of this. Yeah. And then we were talking about this just before, so it's a very nice segue. So, he writes all his own legal documentations. So, the first time he tried to serve Taylor Swift, he actually wrote to the wrong lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing happened. Um, he figured it out, uh, later and he tried to serve her and it's, you know, it's all worked out and obviously nothing, nothing really happened to it. He's also infatuated with Ariana Grande. Okay. Another And he also sued her for having, for hurting his feelings. Okay. Now here's the story behind this one. I found this one super fascinating. He went to one of her concerts. Can dressed I borrow up. a feeling? Yeah, basically. Yeah. He dressed up really nice, yeah. and he had backstage passes. Oh. And backstage passes, he brought her a gift. Shit. They're expensive backstage passes. I know. He, he bought the gift. The security guard said, no, you can't give Ariana Grande anything. She doesn't accept things. So it hurt his feelings. So they threw out the gift. But he was still allowed to go backstage, meet Ariana Grande, and get a photo with him. Right. He got the photo, and this is why he's suing them. Because she didn't smile in the photo, which oh, hurt his feelings. Oh, oh no! <laughs> like ten million dollars and stuff like that. Now he also writes songs for women, including Taylor Swift. Uh, but for people like C grade celeb Instagram celebrities and Ta- and Katy Perry, he's okay. also written some songs for. So I thought to myself, what better way yes. to enjoy? His creations than to listen to one of his songs. All right, let's do Are it. Are you ready for I'm this? I'm ready for it. Okay, so this song this song is uh, for Taylor Swift for to record. He expected her to record this, mm-hmm. um, and then pseudo when she didn't. Okay, this song is called "I Get You." Okay. You can learn a thing or two from the uh, music here, Touch. Oh, listen to that ding.
Drew and his blonde hair. Teardrops <laughs> on the guitar. Shows how innocent your heart is. I get you, I get you. Walking out of each lover, oh. looking for my state of grace. I'm not rejected, fate. I get you. 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 <laughs> what the hell's the piano doing? <laughs> oh, did you hear that, that drum? That doo I, I can program it. And I'll do soon. some backup singing. Ooh. Oh, beautiful outro there. <laughs> so that's he was expecting Taylor Swift to record that. Yeah. And put it on her one of her albums. I think it's better than it's Friday, it's Friday. That's true. That's Rebecca Black, though. Yeah. <laughs> Different sort of song. Okay, so Russell Greer, though, also loves brothels. <laughs> <laughs> this just gets better and better. And he's sued brothels uh, before. <laughs> but the, my favourite thing is that I found is that he reviews brothels. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> on Yelp. Ah, <laughs> oh, crap! The leg room. All right. <laughs> so here, <laughs> so here we go. It is a long, long one. But I think the more I, t- uh, more I read, I'm going to read you it. It's amazing. Can I read it? Would you like to read? As it? him doing the review. <laughs> one sec. One sec. Okay. Absolutely. So there's two pages worth, like that, that, and that. Yeah. You can read it, um, and I'm sure you'll stop at many points in time. But this is for the Bella Hakinda Ranch. It's Adult Entertainment. It's a five-star review, but please, please read out the review. It started out on a very bad note. I had driven 160 miles from Utah because in our normally prude world, <laughs> paying other adults for sex is illegal. <laughs> I put that word in quotations because to mock our prude legislators and because I would rather not get caught up in a sting or meet up with plenty of fakes using fake ads out there. I decided to make my journey from a different state to a legal brothel. In times past, I had taken the Amtrak, that's the American Railways, to Reno, to go to the Northern Nevada brothels, like the Bunny Ranch. This is a fucking essay. Oh, it's good. Bunny it's a- Ranch and Love Ranch North. That journey sucks, though. <laughs> <laughs> because it's an eight-hour ride at 11 p.m. Since I don't have a car, I managed to bribe my gay friend with a hand job. <laughs> I'm not gay. Though I have no qualms with giving a guy a handjob if it means getting something in return. <laughs> Gas, so would, you do, would you do that? <laughs> keep going, keep going. Gas, money, and $50 in spending money to take me to the closest brothels in Utah. That's the amazing. Brothels in Wells. So my gay friend and I left Utah <laughs> at 7am and arrived in Wells at 10am. So he got a ride to the brothel because and $50 because he gave his gay friend a, a handjob. Hand right. Is that gay? <laughs> no, okay, think about it. Let me put it in perspective. perspective. Is it gay to give a man a handjob if you're going to go to a brothel and fuck a woman? Where do- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
Post in the comments. Um, let us know, uh, <laughs> listeners. Let us know. I have been emailing to what seemed to be an attractive woman since I couldn't <laughs> tell what she looked like, given that her face is slightly shown. I'm assumed she was beautiful because I liked what I saw. So I dressed in a shirt and a tie and got roses for Would you like her. to see a picture of that? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going up on the uh, on the Facebook. For your information, I'm disabled. Thus, that's why I go to brothels and why I have no shame. I'm not going to live my life without intimacy because Tinder girls are shallow. If I'm an adult and she's an adult, I see no problem with what I do. What's his disability? Um, like I said, a bit of autism and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. All right. yeah. Further for your information, if you're married and you cheat on a wife, <laughs> you're a pos. What's a POS? P- piece of shit. Piece oh, of right. shit. And deserve to get half of your assets taken from you in divorce proceedings. At 10am, I got to the front door, looking like... <laughs> we this... haven't even got to the brothel yet. <laughs> ah. This guy needs to learn how not to rant. Yeah. And, not, and, and, you know, not he's just waffle. Started, he's just started a podcast. <laughs> Continue. 10am, I got to the front door, looking like the sexiest, sexiest disabled guy ever. <laughs> ready to woo my hooker. I ring the doorbell, <laughs> get shown in, and am told to wait at the bar. Because the bar stools are so large, probably for the large truckers, I decided to stand and wait, doing squats and leg stretches <laughs> as I walked. Admittedly, and this guy here, dressed in a suit and tie with roses, just doing squats. I was slightly nervous, and then the moment arrived. Out from behind a current, out from behind a current. I think it means a curtain, but continue. Yeah. Walked the girl who I was going to see. Everything went in slow motion. As I slowly turned to see my angel in a brothel. But what I saw was something that seemed to have crawled out of a Stephen King novel. (laughs) This woman was not wearing any makeup. Did not appear to be anything that was shown in her pictures. And was very old. (laughs) I had to blink a few times to make sure it was actually her. She then hugged me. I tensed up my shoulders, protecting myself from the assault. (laughs) She then took my roses and began smelling them. Mortified! (laughs) I eventually explained that I was essentially catfished by (laughs) a hooker hooker (laughs) and kindly let her keep the roses. Even though I was mad. Because... Uh, oh yeah got it uh shit hang on mad because i wanted to give the roses to somebody i was attracted to (laughs) she then kept coming back to me as i sat at the bar figuring out who i was going to see and she kept apologizing to me and shaming me i'm a good person she cried i have a kind heart lady i don't doubt you but if you are going to sell your body be honest with clients by showing your face or show accurate depictions of your body. If I'm going to pay somebody, I need to be attracted to them. Even after I kindly said that, she would walk past me and give me evil stares. I'm sorry, Hooker. I'm not attracted to you. 
<laughs> Seriously, lady, leave me alone and give me my roses back. <laughs> he wants to give it to someone he finds beautiful and can love. What's the semicolon with a D? What does that mean? Oh, like a winky face, like smile, like smiley winky face. Okay, so he's added a smiley winky face. Yeah. Another FYI, I only pay tens and nines. Eights are contingent upon the girl, but anything less than a seven is being unfair to myself, my bank account, and my sexual organs. <laughs> Fifteen minutes later, the owner got another girl. I was tense, hoping that it wouldn't be another person I wasn't attracted to. But out walked a beautiful blonde. Because I'm a selfish person, I won't reveal her working name. I don't like sharing, but she was smoking. Flames literally were under her feet. A bulge <laughs> began to form in my pants. <laughs> All right, we're about to get the review of the sex. Here we go, boys. <laughs> we went to a room to talk shop and we agreed to dollars. As that was her hourly GFE rate. GFE? Girlfriend experience. Okay. So most hookers don't kiss. Right. But, but by paying a little bit extra, you get the whole pretending to be a girlfriend thing. Ah, uh, okay. You yeah, right. had to Google that too. <laughs> yeah. Once the money was paid, we went to her room. She got me into my birthday suit and we began, began to make out with each other. She soon got me onto the bed and we had wild sex. Once an hour was done. <laughs> I- <laughs> hourly rate. The hourly rate. That's what he paid for. I was sweaty, tired and very, very satisfied the moral of this review is <laughs> i'm sure you've said that before to me <laughs> i've never said the moral of this review the moral of this review don't be some don't buy somebody flowers without knowing what they look like also don't be afraid to say no ladies you have that right too <laughs> and lastly I wanted to give a five-star review because my beautiful blonde princess in the sheets deserves praise. Like I said, I'm selfish, so I won't name her. Shrugs. My only complaint <laughs> is that the girls can't independently communicate with clients like other brothels do. If the owner reads this, I would implore you to allow the girls to create their own social media, etc. so that it makes it easier for clients to communicate. Besides that, it was a great time, and I will be back. So, out of curiosity, Good on him. Good as curiosity, on him. have you ever reviewed something in a similar manner where you just go off on a massive tangent about nothing, <laughs> and I, then wing it back? I have never ever gone on off on a massive tangent ever in any of my reviews, Turch, about um, movies. See, I would say people would go, "I don't need to know about the legroom because that's not consistent across the board." <laughs> just like his explanation of how he got there <laughs> if i was ever to go to a brothel i would not have to give another gentleman a hand job <laughs> <laughs> to get there that's where well, you own a car that's right you could drive there that's right but you could tell me about the drive you could tell me yeah about- but that's, that's what that's what the important like, so, like oh what was the brothel like you know what the car ride there <laughs> smooth <laughs> People want to know with my movie reviews, Turch, about Legroom. I don't know. I, I don't know about that for, a sh- for, for certain, but, but I'll give it to you. 
because it's all about the experience. No one cares about the movie on the screen. It's all about the experience. I think, I don't know. I would say movie reviewers care about not only the experience, but the movie on the screen too. <laughs> <laughs> don't bore me with that. They can, they, can, they can go anywhere else for that. I provide the people what they want. Apparently so. <laughs> so if, anyway, do you want to hear more about Russell Greer? Yeah, tell me more. Because he's also reviewed other brothels. <laughs> Let's let's do another brothel you want to do review another next week. Next week, yeah. I know. I thought it was funny when I was bringing in stuff the, from the Bicewell swap thing because reading that out is fucking hilarious. That was amazing. I was like, I was trying to find some fan fiction of him, but all I could find instead was reviews of brothels. Maybe we'll go through some of his legal documents and oh, some of his new yes. ones in the future. Yes, that'd be pretty. No, good on him. Good on him, though. Ah, look, he's having fun, isn't yeah. he? You know, yeah, maybe yeah. I'll bring in another one of his songs. <laughs> Oh, that would be great. That 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 would be great. Oh, oh Kieran, you got some more stuff for us. Well, talking about sex. <laughs> oh, this is what this this show is. Uh, <laughs> retired clergyman, eighty five, now enjoying mind blowing sex as a porn star. Oh, good for him. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> this is a shit show, isn't it? Yeah. Retired clergyman Norm is enjoying. <laughs> I hope that's his porn star name. <laughs> He's enjoying life as a porn star at the age of 85. <laughs> Norm has made four blue movies in two years and urges older people to opt for the mind-blowing sex life he is lapping up. Norm, not paid for the work, said my, what? <laughs> my housemate asked me if I'd be in a film. Okay, being clergyman, okay, housemate, I, I get that, all right. I was... I don't wait. An a clergyman, housemate. Why is a housemate? I don't. Get, I was he's retired though. He's retired though. Yeah, I was invited what in. The, what does the what does the church give as a pension? <laughs> I, I don't know. I was usually in, it's four little children. Now that was wrong. That was too far. <laughs> Best joke I heard last night. Yeah. Actually, I shouldn't repeat it. No, nah, that's alright. Why not? Um, Andrew Schutz, Schultz, Schultz, fucking hilarious. Go see him. He's an up and coming comedian. Like, he's going to be fucking huge. Was talking about Greta Thunberg. Th- Greta, oh, yeah. Greta, um, who's like, oh, like, how annoying is that climate stuff? Blah, blah, blah. He goes, where's Jeffrey Epstein when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> I died. I was like, oh, that is just... Uh, my favourite thing is uh, Imam Tal- uh, Talwahi. Have you seen him? No. He's great. He's on Facebook, Twitter, all this and that. And he's like, uh, I guess a really moderate Muslim, but also, like, hates the left yeah. and also hates, like, the extreme rights everything. He's, like, more, like, centre. Very funny. But he posted up a thing of, it's like, guess which of these children's, uh, like, she, the, Greta did that to me. She's like, how dare you? You've ruined my childhood. And, this, that. and he put a picture of nine, nine kids, including her right down the bottom. It's like, guess which of these children have their childhood ruined? And it's children working in a sweatshop, children that have no oh, drinking right. water, all this sort of stuff. And then it's her yelling at the United Nations, which she flew there in a private jet. Yeah. Uh, good on her. Good I, on her for the... the uh, look, whatever. Good you on know, her. Look, you know what? I'm all for... Cli- you know what I'm for? Like, I, I was watching some videos, stuff like that. I don't understand any of the data for climate change research. Right? I don't. It's not my strong suit. I don't understand it. Every single model 
from every single university looks completely different, despite the fact they all say the Earth is dying. Right? Got it. Right. That's great, but I'm here talking about an 85-year-old who's in well, let me porn finish movies, this, let me finish. and you want to talk about the climate? Yeah, just quickly. Let's talk about the climate in that 85-year-old's <laughs> pants. pants. <laughs> Hotter than Earth, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but all the same, I like clean drinking water, and I like uh, fresh air. Yeah. That's, that's the only reason to keep it safe. I'll bring, in, I'll bring in a few weeks. I'll but, bring but, in some climate stuff. All right. I'll try and educate you look, on what I know. Lovely. Well, look, all I know is taxation is not going to help the climate. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's my biggest case. All right, fantastic. But I like clean water. Good. I like clean water too. Back to the 85-year-old. <laughs> I was invited in. It's almost like having a party. That's one of the things I admire, admire about this way of doing porn. We're going to have sex anyway, so why not make it a liberating and bonding experience? Uh, if the universe grants me another 10 years, who knows what will be happening with sex? The so, eight- Wait, what type of porn is he doing? I've got no idea. The 85-year-old self is more vibrant than my 45-year-old self. Norm's... Yeah, remar- is getting late. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, I think if, if I think if the uh, the Pope ever said, "Yeah, uh, priests can get married," mm-hmm. um, I think there'd be a lot less of the um, the cover ups that they have to happen every every year. Oh yeah, they they they, they all need to get laid. Mm. Or like we've said before, sex robots. Sex robot. That's <laughs> right. Uh, Norm, my problem with the church is that it's rare that sex is treated as a joyous part of the spiritual life. Mm. So Norm is creating porn. Good on him. Well, he's retired as a clergyman. Yeah. So he can do whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. I like how his housemate's like, you should do it. So I'm just picturing two 85-year-old men <laughs> in a room. Going, I want to know how the other 85-year-old man is like in the Has porn. a contact. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if my daughter said, like, was saying to his brother, like, hey, mate, you should go to do the pornos. <laughs> I'd be like, what the hell? What happened to my daughter? I'm <laughs> one. Two, how do you have the contacts in that industry? And yeah. what type of porn is he making? Like, I I, no offense to him, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't want to watch porn of an 85-year-old man's penis. And I can't imagine him having sex with, like, 20-year-olds or 30-year-olds. There has to be, like, a grandparent porn that they're making. And I can't imagine him, if he's never had sex before, the first time he would have had sex would have been... <laughs> A porno. That's brave. Uh, good, good on him. God, get, God finds a way. <laughs> he, that's right. And Pornhub makes it so. Thank goodness. I was actually looking at Pornhub statistics for this episode. Oh yeah. And the only thing that came up was the most searched Tekken character. Yeah, there's been. A, I've, I've been keeping my eye on Pornhub. Yeah, nothing. There's, really nothing there's nothing. We will bring you the up to date Pornhub stats <laughs> when really they do. are released. We really do. We really do. But that's okay. Well, look, I've only got one more little thing to talk about. Speaking of comedians, everything's been nice and rounded today. We've all talked about stuff that we are uh, all interlinked. <laughs> a lot of comedians these days are getting cancelled from from everything. From like. Uh, Louis, Louis C.K. got cancelled because he decided to ask a girl to jerk it. That he could jerk it while he was in the bushes behind them. Mm. This and that. Uh, Dave Chappelle, like, no one likes his comedy special at the moment. Like, no, it's... no, no, no. Okay. People Every... love his comedy special. There was just some bloggers 
that were invited yeah. to blog it or review yeah. it, and they said it was terrible. Then when they opened it up to the public, 99% exactly right. support rating. So there's all that sort of stuff. And then the comedian from SNL. Yeah. So that guy there is like a... Frank. Like a, yeah, something like, I can't remember his name. I don't know his head. name. But they f- he's like, yeah, he's going to be the new SNL guy. And then they found a clip of him making a joke about Asians back in the day. And then they said, no, he's not allowed to be on SNL anymore. <laughs> and he was never on it in the first place. But the fact that they basically just cancelled his chance... Because of something he said in a joke setting. In, in context well, none of our guests ago. will be cancelled coming here. <laughs> That's the important thing, right? Because <laughs> we're on the internet. Thank goodness for the internet. But a lot of comedians are pushed against the backlash, right? Mm-hmm. They got, you know, like, uh, like I saw an interview with um, Jim Norton and in there was Jim, Jim Jeffries and Bill Burton. They're just like... Fuck you guys. We can make jokes about anything. That's the fun of comedy. And I've heard other people like, oh, they should only, in comedy, you should only punch up. You shouldn't punch down. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, that, everyone's like, no, that's not how comedy, comedy works. Like, you know, if something's funny, something's funny, mm. you know, and especially within the context of a joke, even the super like low people can be made fun of. Remember I was talking about that show Taboo and like, oh, we're making jokes about people with cancer. It's like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. As long as it's funny. Yeah. You know? The, the, what is it? I, I still want to, I've said this before, Ricky Gervais's rule. Yeah. Don't make fun of someone that they, something they can't control. Yeah. Now, uh, Greta. Uh, yeah. Some, right. Is, is, is copping a lot of flack, right? Just copping a lot, a lot of attention. Yeah. Now I sort of go, she's 16 and all that kind of stuff, you know, maybe be a little bit careful about how you do it. But she's chosen yeah. to put herself out there. That's right. Unfortunately, you make that choice. We, we go on this podcast so people can critique us. Yeah, exactly whatever. Right. right? Good on them. More power to them. Uh, uh, that's my hint to be on the... Mm-hmm. Be reviewed <laughs> <laughs> by... Who are these podcasts? Yeah. I'd yeah. like to call them our friends. I'd like to call them our friends too. Uh, anyway. But yeah, you're absolutely right. And I don't... And, I don't, and we've discussed this before. I don't think that's the case. And if you write a joke that's really, really funny... And the joke's funny, um, even if it's about something that people can't stop. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's the case. But nonetheless, I hate when people go, I made a joke about something 10, 15 years ago, whatever it is, and then it gets found out. Yeah. And now it's, and now they're like, oh, they're getting in trouble for it. Yeah. Because things change. Things do change. But we also understand that they're saying things like on a stage for a comedy show in the context of trying to make you laugh. Mm. Like, you know, like you wouldn't say like, oh, Tom Hanks in Forrest Gump. Oh, he was making fun of disabled people because he acted like a disabled person during Forrest Gump. It's like, no, he was playing a disabled man. We understand the context of the thing. He's playing a character. Playing a character. Just like someone who walks on stage and does a comedy show. It's a a, 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 character. It's the comedy character that they're presenting themselves. Yeah, it's under the same name and all this and that. But they go, like, you know, I remember the the best example for me is the guys, like, from Kiss. Hmm. They go on stage, they wear the face makeup, they do this and that, and then they go backstage and have a cup of tea. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's... There's a, there's a show, there's a presentation sort of thing. Eddie Murphy's just come out and said some stuff about some... So he's got a special coming out, a new show's done to coming out coming pretty soon, October 4th. Oh, no way. He's now apologising for the jokes he made 
during these two the big positive of the two between funniest, raw and, and delirious. No, uh, in especially in regards to AIDS, more than anything else. Yeah. So this is what he said. I'm deep. I deeply regret any pain all of this has caused. Just like the rest of the world, I am more educated about AIDS now than I was in 1981. I think it's unfair to take the words of a 20 misinformed 21 year old and imply that an informed old, old man uh, uh, and imply them on an, on an older man. I know that it's a serious issue with AIDS is all over the world, and uh, I know AIDS isn't funny. Uh, I'm a lot smarter now. Okay. So. Uh, no, AIDS, you know... I don't think that what he said, though, was that... I, I, look, I can't remember it off the top of exactly my head. Exactly right. I don't, I don't think it was that bad, though. I didn't think it I was that bad either. I thought it was just either. a comedian making a joke. And this is what I'm saying. Like, you know, and this goes against your rule of, oh, you can't, like, you know, people with AIDS can't stop help having AIDS, uh, yeah. right? But you can still make jokes about it. You can still and, make jokes about uh, AIDS. AIDS. Just not making jokes about a particular person. Yeah, exactly right. That's the differentiating, and that's what I, I don't think he did that. He didn't no, he say didn't. he didn't go. Oh, this Joe person with Blow. AIDS. I'm gonna, yeah, exactly yeah. right. But you know, he just made fun of people who have AIDS. Yeah. Or people that get AIDS, you know, and he, he linked it up obviously with the gay community and this hmm. and that. But that was joke. You know what? Back in the day, Warner Brothers cartoons had people in blackface hmm. drawn in. Hmm. The same as like Walt Disney things. Yeah. But. You know, you wouldn't do that today. But you can't say back in the past, oh, erase it or change it. No. Because you lose that little bit of history yeah. and understanding. And it's the same for these comedy specials. You're trying to make a joke. You're making a joke about AIDS or whatever it is. It was obviously funny at the time because you didn't... You didn't... Pre- you not only presented it, he presented it in the biggest forum ever and became a rock star comedian. Mm. From that, and then had the worst music career but, of any he, person but, in the history of the but world. His whole show wasn't about that. that no, was just a subset of jokes. Yeah, in a larger part of jokes. I think yeah, it's just like oh, he's got the AIDS or something like that. Yeah, and that's fu- like you know, it's like the whole South Park thing when they make fun of uh, AIDS. Yeah, it's like uh, it was like Jared has AIDS because he's but it's Jared, the pedophile from Subway. Yeah. See, can I make fun of pedophiles? Like, that's funny now. Mm. In hindsight, the episode was about Jared has AIDS and everyone thinks he's losing weight because he has HIV or mm. HIV positive and stuff like that. But no, he has, like, assistants that help him lose weight. But now he's an actual pedophile. <laughs> All right. I- Super funny. You know, I'm not quite sure. I got really annoyed. Car- do you, you know Carl Sanderlands? Yeah. He, I think, I don't know, I can't remember if I talked about this last week. He made a joke about the Mother Mary getting knocked up uh, in the back of the shed, basically saying yeah. it's ridiculous that that she's a virgin. Like, she would have had to got knocked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And these people are com- putting in all these complaints. He apologised. Yeah, it's... I was just like, why are you apologising? It's... Uh, I mean, For... out of all the religions you can make fun of, Catholicism is like... No, no one really bats an eye really much anymore. Like, if you make fun of Judaism, people bat, like, you know, people, like, Yeah, Islam. 150 people protest outside the studio, right? Yeah. And That's I'm nothing. Going, and I'm going, but, but, like... But he's why, a shock jock. Yeah, that's your job. That's, that's your like job. saying Howard Stern shouldn't have, like, back in the day, he used to get porn stars and sit them on Sibians and ask them questions while they were getting fucked by a Sibian. Mm. That's a real thing that happened with Howard Stern. I know. And he used to get, like, people with disabilities... 
and interview them and put them up against other people with disabilities to compete. Like, who's the who's the smartest person with disabilities? Like, not physical disabilities, mental disabilities. Mm, oh, wow. That was a real thing. There you go. I didn't even know Oh, that. it's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to show you a video. It's great. But, you know, now you couldn't do that. I understand that. It's not right. It's still funny. Like, you know, those people were willing participants in, in the show and became characters in their own right. Hmm. You know, I was in Beetlejuice, um, oh, Beetlejuice Jones or something like that. There's this line in comedy where, like I said, as long as you're not... See, Howard Stern obviously would have been supporting them. Yeah. Right. As much as he's having fun or potentially yeah, having yeah. fun or whatever. But... Hey, that would there would have been it would have been more support there and it would have got publicity and mm. and benefit from it and and yeah, yeah, yeah. right good on that that's it that's that's <laughs> oh, you got any more for us over there Kieran look I you got a uh, quick one uh, I I have a I have two quick ones all right um a shopper has been accused of stealing clothes. He dropped his pants to prove the suspicious bold was actually his manhood. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. And a German court has ruled hangovers are an illness. I remember looking at the one about... And the guy had a 10-inch penis. I think that was the measurement. Yeah. And I'm like, that is definitely a shower, not a grower. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Look, can you blame them for, for... Can you blame them for... Thinking he's stealing clothes. I, I just... I feel like he should have got the pat down first. Have you ever seen that video? The, the, the guys are, pat, are patting down the black guy. And it's like, what's this, sir? And he's like, that's my penis. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's, what, that's what I'm imagining in my head about what, what's going on with that. But he's... Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I can't believe that hangover technology has not advanced enough where I can just take a pill and then go, be unhangovered. But hangover is an illness. The to the courts have declared government. it, according to the German government. Yeah, but they also pay take like 60% of your wages with taxes. <laughs> what? Yeah, German taxation is fucking stupid. God, that's worse than Australia. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Oh, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. I'm done as yeah. well. Oh, look, thank you everybody for listening to the show. If you've made it to this far. Hey, we've had, a th- we've had um, an increase in our listeners this week. We certainly have. It's always good. No, no. Massive increase. Are you, imp- you know you, why? Why? The, the maximum the episode I did with Maximum Bob. Maximum, yeah. He is their most popular episode ever. On your max. And he it used to be the episode with the second episode of the show we yeah, ever did. Pronunciation. Pronunciation, which was with Niall. Yeah. And now this new episode has super has surpassed that yeah. already. Like by like a heap. Not that our listeners care, but when I look at our Spotify account, is that everything like iTunes, Spotify? No, that's just Spotify. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that's just SoundCloud. SoundCloud is the one that captures everything. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So when I look at that's all I've got yeah. access to. SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, captures everything. That's that's no, I'm just just anyway. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Not that's that our true. listeners care about this. Yeah, that's true. Well, anyway, speaking of listeners, we'd like to thank you for listening. For all your wanking needs, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, and Twitter. I post things every so often. And, uh, and if you'd like to send us a review, a rant, or a death threat, please email us at or send us any messages through those social media asp- uh, places or email us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Kieran, thank you so much for another fun, fantastic, and exciting episode. 
Thank you very much. I look forward to more reviews in the future. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see you all next Thursday. Glad you like the brothel review. Oh, that was fucking hilarious. Fuck he's got hilarious. he's he's got some others. Um, he's a strange, strange man. Oh, good on him. Good on him. Yeah. Good on him. It's good. fun. That's 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 good on him. I have sent a request to you wouldn't know this person potentially Naval Ravikano. Okay, Ravikano. I can't okay. remember his last name. It'll be skyped if we get him. Okay. Yeah. American in LA. We'll do it. Yeah. I'm still recording. (laughs) Shit.